What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Money Noticias podcast. It's your fave Latina siblings, Israel and Sinatraval, coming at you with the real deal on how to get your money right and secure the bag as Latinas and teachers of color. As an award-winning educator and personal finance expert, we are on a mission to bring anti-racist, culturally responsive financial literacy to Latinas and teachers of color. So if you're ready to get your money right, we're so glad you're here. Money Noticias is sponsored by the Dream Teacher Project. The Dream Teacher Project is on a mission to empower teachers and women of color to get their money right and build generational wealth. Hey, y'all. We're so excited to have another solo episode. Yes, but before we start this episode, we wanted to take a moment to read one of y'all's podcast reviews. Yes, honestly, receiving reviews are not only really good for the algorithm to have more amazing listeners like you find us, but they also warm our hearts so much. Yes, so please, please, please continue to leave us reviews because they really do help a lot. All right, so this review comes from Teacher in Phoenix. This is what they said. I love Money Noticias. It's my new favorite podcast. The hosts, Israel and Sunem, make the podcast so much fun, and it feels like I'm listening to friends talk about topics that we don't often get a chance to talk about. I love hearing the stories of all the people they've interviewed and seeing how different people's journeys around money and financial literacy can look. It's definitely inspiring me to be more confident about my finances, to start investing, and to find ways to make my money work for me. I cannot recommend this podcast enough. Thank you so much, teacher and Phoenix, for your very kind words. We're so happy that this podcast is helping you. Yes, thank you so much, Boo. All right, so now let's go ahead and dive into today's um, topic. So in this episode, we will be talking about the B word, which is budget. Nah, bitch. I know some of y'all were probably thinking about that word, but it's not that B word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so for a variety of reasons, many of us don't like the word budget, primarily because we see it as something that deprives us rather than help us. Yep. So for today's episode, we're going to provide a different perspective on budgeting with the hopes that we can leverage it to achieve our financial goals, gain financial security, and have more financial peace of mind. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about some of those reasons why people don't like budgets, okay? So one of the reasons that people don't like budgets is because it really has a negative connotation. Like we mentioned, many see it as a form of deprivation, meaning that if you start to budget, you can no longer put any fun stuff. Like you can no longer go to happy hour. You can no longer travel. And a lot of us see it that way. Like for me, I also saw it that way. I was like, I don't want to budget because if I budget, that means I can't do anything. Um, And it's not. We're going to talk about why it's not. Um, and another reason that people don't like to budget is because um, some of us can't seem to stick to it. And though it makes you feel bad, it makes you feel like, oh, I'm really bad at managing my money because I can't stick to my to my budget. And this is kind of like it goes along with like you having a negative connotation because you think that it has to be restrictive. And so you create a budget that's really restrictive and it's really not like for you um and that's why we can't stick to it and that was that's what happened to me too because I was like let me create a budget for to be like my best my best financial self and I'd never allow myself um room to spend on things that I like so 
I failed at it. And then I felt horrible about it. But it wasn't until I like deepened my financial literacy and learned that a budget does not have to be restrictive. You should allow yourself to put some fun stuff into it and then you'll be able to stick to it. Yes. And another reason, another major reason why some of us don't like budgets is because it takes a lot of work to, to have one, right? It takes a lot of work to not only uh, develop one, but also uh, stick to it, right? It takes work. It takes consistency. And so some of us don't like putting in that work. And, you know, it's, you know, so them and I are anti-capitalists up in this joint. So, you know, but this is work that's going to serve you, right? And so if it's something that's going to serve you, we highly recommend you doing it. Um, and part of, part of why we don't like doing the work for budgeting is because we don't like tracking our spending. Like when we track our spending, it makes us feel anxious. It makes us feel guilty. It makes us feel embarrassed. It makes us like really have to like address some of those issues that we don't, or not issues or questions or habits that we don't want to like address because of a variety of different reasons. And so we're like, nah, bruh, we're not trying to track nothing, right? Like, let me just swap my credit card, right? I don't care about no budget, right? Um, and so also we're like, some of us are like, well, you know, it takes a lot of work to, to have one and it's not really helping my money. Like I can't really stick to it. So why should I do it? You know what I'm saying? And so those are really valid reasons why we don't like budgets. But I think... The first important piece is like to acknowledge that like these are reasons and to like acknowledge that they're valid. Um, but the next we have to move past that and be like, okay, the next piece is like learning about a budget. I feel like a lot of us don't know what a budget is actually is. And so we're going to talk a little bit about what a budget is so we can start taking shifting from like those negative perspectives on, on budgeting to a more like healthy and, and holistic view of budgeting. So a budget is essentially a spending plan based on income, expenses, and goals. Like Sunem mentioned, it can be as restrictive or loose as you want it to be based on your income, based on your financial context and, and your goals, right? And people forget that they are in control of their budget. Not The budget does not control you. You control the budget. You get to change it as you please, right? You get to change it as your finances change, as your goals change, as you change as a person, right? Only because you have one budget does not mean that budget is going to be the one for the rest of your life. In fact, it shouldn't be. It is dynamic, right? It should be changing as you change in order for it to work, in order for it to be sustainable and, and have those long-term benefits that budgets tend to provide, right? And so a lot of folks you know, have those misconceptions of budgeting because they don't see budgeting as simply a tool to organize your finances, right? And so Sunem is going to talk a little bit more about like why you should be budgeting. Yeah. So the reason why you should be budgeting, like Ifara said, is just a way for you to organize your finances. Um, and if you are not organizing them, you really don't know where your money is going. Like it's just going to be all over the place. And I really like how you say that a uh, budget is dynamic. And even if we create a budget and we fail, which, you know, I don't think it's a failure. It's, I feel like it's just a redirection. It was telling you like, oh, that budget's not for you. You just have to create an another one that's going to be uh, better for you. And so like, it's just a way to organize your money because when you don't, you don't, um, you start feeling very overwhelmed. That's what 
happened to me. I don't know if that happened to you, Sean, when you were not managing your money and you're like, hey, I thought I had all this money in my bank account, but when I check, I only have a dollar. Like, where did it go? You know, where did it go? And so that's why it's really important to have a budget because when you have a budget, you are telling your money where to go um, instead of like it just randomly disappearing. Well, it seems like randomly disappearing, but it really isn't. Right. You're like, OK, well, you know, I, I knew I just had five hundred dollars in my bank account. Why I only got two dollars now? What, what's going on here? Right. What is going on here, honey? Who stole? Who stole from my bank account? Next thing you know, you bitch, you're the one who stole from your bank account. OK, you was the one. You was the criminal. OK, uh, but no. Yeah. Another reason. Another reason why you should be budgeting is because similar to what we've been talking about, it's a financial boundary. Right. We talk about boundaries all the time with like our family members, with our friends, our students, with everyone, you know, but you also need to have boundaries with yourself, right? And so a budget is a financial boundary. It's a form of accountability. It's a form of self-care. It's a form of self-love, right? Like some people don't like self-discipline, like that word self-discipline. I think Sonem and I, were, we got into a little, uh, a little argument one time. Well, not argument, but disagreement, because, you know, we get into an argument, you know, you know I'm going to win. Okay, you know I'm going to win. <laughs> let, let's, just, let's just start there. Okay, so it was just, it's my little minor disagreement. And I was like, I don't know what we were talking about, but I was like, yeah, self, you, you owe yourself self-discipline. And she was like, no, I think we should see it as self-love. I was like, okay, girl. I, I see that, right? So however you want to see it, self-care, self-love, self-discipline, you owe yourself that, right? And a budget gives you those financial boundaries. You're like, I'm going to have boundaries with my spending, right? Because we know that, like, I, like, we know that, like, we got this money because we exchanged our time, our energy, our life. And so it deserves that intentionality. It deserves that, 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 that boundary, right? And so... You owe, it to, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your communities, you owe it, you owe it to everyone around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, and another reason um, why you should have a budget is because having a budget actually helps you understand yourself better. In fact, it increases your self-awareness. Like You might not believe this the first time you make a budget. It does require you to have a, be creating budgets for a long period of time, but you're going to start to see like, hey, these are things that I truly value. Like, I don't mind spending money on this. And then you're going to find out, you're like, hey, I don't know what I've been spending all my money on this when I actually, I don't even value it. Um, but be- like, you would not have been able to be self-aware and know all those things unless you budget because, you know, your money's just going everywhere. Um, but when you create a budget, you look at your finances in like a monthly basis, a weekly basis, um, whenever you want to look at them, um, then you're able to make those connections. You're like, hmm, I actually really love traveling. So I'm okay spending my money on traveling. But maybe you're like, hmm, I actually hate spending money on eating out. And then that's completely fine. But you wouldn't have known that if you hadn't budget, which is why it's really important that you budget. In fact, like I, I like before I started budgeting, I would spend my money on like random stuff in Amazon and I would get like boxes every day, like coming to my door. And then when I actually looked at my spending on how much money I was giving to Amazon, I was like, oh my God, I spent like more than $6,000 in Amazon in that year. And this was back in the day when I was making so little. So that was like a big percentage of my paycheck going to Amazon. And when I like took the time to create a budget and track my spending, that was 
was like, oh, I don't really want to give my money to Amazon. Mm. I don't even remember what I bought. Like, I don't value this. So I'm definitely going to take that out. And so now I like rarely get Amazon packages in my house because I don't really value spending money on like random stuff. See, you're the reason why Amazon became a monopoly. Okay, <laughs> you're the main reason. Okay, those $60,000 that you spent, they became a monopoly because of you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, yes, the other piece that I want to highlight here is that you're not going to wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm so good at budgeting. Oh, my budget's perfect. No, girl, no boy, no person. It takes you a hot minute, right? Mm-hmm. To like really figure that out, right? And so just ex- accepting that it's going to take time is part of, of you um, also making sure that this is sustainable. Because if you, I, I think some people like stop budgeting because the first one they did, the first budget they did didn't work for them. Or they felt so uncomfortable having those financial boundaries, right? And it's like, it's, it's, it is uncomfortable. And it does take time for you to get more comfortable with that, right? So just like make sure to remember that it takes time. And it mm-hmm. takes trial and error. Okay? And it really, and it also takes like it becoming a habit. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like the longer you are budgeting, the easier it becomes. Because you're like, well, I've been doing it for a long time. So like, it doesn't take you as much time as it did in the beginning and so like it's just a habit and now you know that like if you went over your budget that does not mean you're horrible with your money it just means that oh i overspend that's okay yeah and so another piece of that is like in order for your budget to work long term you need to have a financial why like why are you organizing your finances why what are your goals why are you trying to reach these financial goals Right? Is it for you to retire early? Is it for you to like work less so you can spend more time with your family? Is it for you to have less financial stress? Is it for you to be able to build an emergency fund? Like having a financial why or multiple financial whys is, is key in helping you stick to your budget, especially in the beginning, right? Because that's going to give you that motivation. It's going to give you that momentum that you need when, it, when you're building that habit, right? And also like, Improving, also working on improving your relationship with money is going to be very key in, for, in order for your budget to work, right? Because, you know, improving our money mindsets, right? Because like Sunem mentioned, it's like you, you're, you, one month you go over your budget, right? And it's been two months since you started your budget. And then you immediately think like, oh, I'm not good with money. I'm not good with budgets. What you have to do is like reframe that and shift that and be more gentle and be like, it's okay. I'm still learning. Right. Um, it was I went over this month. It doesn't mean that next month I'm going to go over. I do have control over my money and remind myself that. And I'm going to try my hardest to to make sure to stay within my budget next month. Right. See, y'all didn't know y'all were going to go to therapy today. So <laughs> we is in therapy, honey. We is in therapy today. OK, so make sure that in order for your budget to work. You need to also be improving your money mindset, improving your relationship with money. Is there anything anything else you want to yeah, add? And, and yeah, it's really important that you improve your relationship with money because you should also create a, a budget that's balanced and that's not really restrictive because when you are not working on your relationship with money, you can like just mm-hmm. try to be very aggressive with your money. And I say this from experience because that's how I was. Um, I deprive myself and that didn't make me happy but it wasn't until like I started working on my relationship with my money that's Mm -hmm. when I'm like oh no like I you know I want to become you know financially independent debt-free or stuff like that 
but I have to also enjoy the journey towards it because right. what's the point of re reaching all my goals yeah. and then be miserable. So it's really important that you do work on your relationship with money and yeah. also like your financial why really important before I, I like before I started budgeting, like I had no financial why, like I was like, Oh, I just feel like I need a budget. And so like I would fail on them. And it wasn't until I was like, Oh, I want to become debt free. That's when like budgeting actually clicked because I had a why. If this podcast resonates with you and you've been wanting to feel more confident with your money, then I invite you to apply to our 90 days, get your money right. Private coaching. Private coaching is for you if you've been wanting to improve your money mindset, organize your finances with ease, begin investing, and start building the life of your dreams. For more information on our private coaching, check out the episode show notes. Mm. I'm so glad I'm so perfect that like literally my first budget was perfect. You know, I just it just feels so good to be perfect. <laughs> no, but it really like going back to this piece of deprivation, like it also depends on your context, right? Like I know that for when I was trying to reach um my financial goals of having a certain amount in my investment accounts, like I know I was depriving myself, right? And that was just a season, right? A season of like, well, I have to do this because, you know, I grew up, we grew up poor. We grew up with no generational wealth. We grew up with no strong financial foundation. So like, it's just a sacrifice that I'm willing to do. But ever since I reached that goal and um, I, I literally like stopped depriving myself and I, I, and I didn't really realize that I was depriving myself. It was just like, it is what it, I have to do, right? And and so I bring that up to say that, like, sometimes, you know, there are seasons of hustle, seasons of deprivation, because you do want to reach your goals more quickly because, you know, debt is really impacting your mental health or, you know, not having financial security, stability is really impacting your quality of life. And so, like, a year, two years, whatever, you're really going to be, like, depriving yourself a little bit. Um, you, you can decide to do that. You can decide not to do that. That's really up to you. Personal finance is personal. But I also want to highlight that, like, for me now, my budget, like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I'm depriving myself. And literally, like, my quality of life has, like, improved significantly. But also, that's with the ca caveat of, like, I also have, I've built a strong financial foundation. I have the privilege to be able to be like, okay, well, now I'm going to design my budget in a way to not deprive myself, right? But, like, we, we always preach in this podcast, like, you do not have to deprive yourself. It can be a more balanced approach. Like, I didn't have to reach those goals that aggressively is just part of my personality which is you know i'm going to therapy for that you know keep me accountable right i'm learning every day <laughs> but you know so you are really in control of your budget you get to decide how you want to engage with it mm -hmm, exactly okay so we talked to you about the reasons for budgeting and why you should budget so um we want to talk to you about some of the budgeting methods that out there that are out there for beginners and people who maybe want to be more detailed when it comes to your budget. Um, so the first one is it's called the 50-30-20 method. And this is great for like beginners uh, because you literally just take your paycheck, the money that's coming into your account, and you just divide it into three categories. So 50% of that money will go to your necessities and necessities is basically anything you need in order to survive in today's society. So that would be like rent. Um, that would be like utilities, a phone, because we, we need a phone in today's society. Um, you know, gas, 
groceries, like anything that is needed to survive. And then 30% would go to your wants. So this is, you want to go to happy hour, you want to travel, um, you want to go eat out, then this is where you'll take it out. And then 20% would go to your financial goals. So this could be like, maybe you want to become debt free, then this is where you're going to draw out that money to, to give for your um, debt repayment. Or maybe you want to start saving for an emergency fund, or maybe you want to start investing. So it would come out from this 20%. So like I said, this is really easy method to get started just because you literally just have to um, break up your your check into three categories and it's really easy to do. So if you're the type of person who's like, um, I really don't want to spend that much time doing a budget, then this is perfect for you. And it doesn't have to be strictly 50, 30, 20, you know, like rent be expensive, y'all. <laughs> I can tell you that much, right? I, I, I know rent is due for me, honey. Rent is due for me. So it doesn't have to be like strictly 50, 30, 20. You get to decide, like maybe, you know, um, I want to put 30% on uh, saving and 20% on uh, wants, right? And so it, it's more, it's, there's more flexibility. You don't have to necessarily stick to the 50, 30, 20 numbers. But if you just need like, listen, I just need like a little guidance and then I can decide that, then like the 50, 30, 20 is good. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the other type of budgeting method um, that we like is something called the zero-based budget. And this one's a little bit more um, time consuming and it, it's going to require a lot more trial and error. Uh, but this is good because you're literally giving every dollar a purpose um so like at the end of the month you should have zero dollars left because you literally gave every dollar a purpose and that's why it's called the zero based budget because you know at the end you should have zero dollars left because all your dollars were given a purpose either to like you know pay rent to invest to pay off debt like everything has been accounted for. Um, so like I said, it is going to require more from you uh, because you're going to want to go back and see like, hmm, actually this did not work out for me. I'm going to change it uh, the next month moving forward. Yeah. And I honestly like, this is the one that I like, right? Because I'm more meticulous. And if I can track where every single one of my penny goes, <laughs> I would, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. I'm not that type A, all right? I know I am type A, but not that much, okay? Um, but no, this one works better for me because I'm very, like, um, you know, organized and meticulous, and so I, I really appreciate the seeing all the numbers with this one. Um, but if you're like, you know, I'm not trying to do all that, then we recommend you sticking with a 50, 30, 20 at first. And again, you can always, like, switch it up, right? You can start with zero-based budgeting, and you're like, yeah, that's too much, 50, 30, 20, you can do with that. So you can, you can like you know, uh, choose a method that works for you. You can always change it up. All right. Well, hopefully um, this episode has helped you with shifting your perspective on budgeting and giving you some tangible strategies for you to uh, begin budgeting. And um, the main idea of this episode is that we really need to shift our view of budgeting as something that deprives us to something that's actively helping us attain our financial goals and attract more abundance. 
And also I wanted to point out is that we do have a free budgeting guide. So if you've been wanting to start budgeting, you're like, hmm, this episode made me inspired to start budgeting because I know I don't have to show up perfectly. I can show up imperfectly uh, when it comes to budgeting. Uh, then we definitely recommend that you get our free budgeting guide. It's called Five Strategies to Budget Successfully. Um, it's in our, it's going to be linked in the episode show notes. Anyways, well, that is all for today. Thank you for spending this time with us today. And remember to live, teach, and secure the bag. If you took anything from this episode, please take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Dream Teacher Project.